0: My mic sound nice. My mic sound nice. Yep. I am supposed to sing it, but I ain't had a heart to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is June the 4th, 2018. I'm here with Ghetto Phenom.
1: What's good with it? Sound like you forgot who I was for a minute, man.
0: Nah, I was deciding if I wanted to say something else. You know how it is. And Paul... Howdy, sir. Howdy, aka Box Wine Poppy. <laughs> What's up, man? I thought you, I thought I thought uh, I thought we fired you from the from that hosting gig. <laughs> uh, yeah, you fire me, you fire yourself. You only here because I'm here. <laughs> yeah, and
1: I, then, I uh, felt bad for him, man. He was at the door, you know, just knocking at the door, looking like a little sad <laughs> poodle. So I was like, man, come back. We can rotate or whatever. We'll we'll figure it out. So I gave him the I gave him the chair back today, man.
0: Thanks, everybody need LeBron, right? Just took a day of rest. <laughs> Alright, so um let's see. G was not available. He is too busy doing other things that are more important to him. Um but uh that's okay. Uh we will get him back eventually. Now, if he missed three episodes in a row, he, he gets bust down. So he gonna have to get he gonna have to go back to being a guest and then he'll be a regular again once he once he gets three in a row again. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but in fairness, we did switch the date at the last yeah, yeah. minute Yeah, because of black. the NBA finals. We're black, but you we're do black
0: and he should know that we're going to watch the finals. We already <laughs> said ahead of time we're not going to change it. If anything, we would always push it to a Monday. So, you know, I don't know whose fault that is. It's not mine. <laughs> All right, so this week in blackness, let's start off with you, Paul. What you got for me? Week in blackness, it was
2: pretty, i got to be honest, pretty white this week. Uh, so last week was, was Wesley Snipes black, this week Tilda Swinton white. If you don't know who Tilda Swinton is, please Google that and you'll you'll get a good laugh. But uh, really not much going on here for me this week. Uh, the one notable thing is I uh, switched my job. I didn't exactly quit my job, but I switched jobs. So I, my, co- my company I work for is a very large it's a large company. I'd say it's about five, six thousand people nationwide. So, one nice thing about a big company is that you know when you get tired of a place, you you kind of get burnt out. You know, with people, you know, projects, things like that. You can kind of you you know you can apply and, and go somewhere else. So I did that a few a few months back. Finally got the call last week, early last week, uh, saying I had gotten it. And so then immediately called my boss, my current boss, and you know I had to you know uh, give him you know what I call quote unquote the bad news. But you know <laughs> I think it's always funny, guys. You know, so <laughs> I, it's like one of those calls. You know, you don't like you don't like giving that call, uh, you know. But it's at the same time you do enjoy kind of giving that call because you, you and you, the whole time you're giving the call, you like you say you you really want to say like you know forget y'all, I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> right. Y'all don't know what y'all are missing, but you, you, it always comes out as. I, I really appreciate the opportunity I'm sorry about this <laughs> 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 so that's why I was tilled to sweat and white because that's now that, I went to that kind of mode when I was when I was doing the call I was like I was like yeah yeah you know I you know if, if you you know need good tips or you need you need me to you know you know uh you know kind of train the person here here and there I can I can do so you know tra- <laughs> doing little things like because I'm not leaving the company so I'm not uh, to I can't, load down I, easy. I can't I am not i can not I just can't I can't while out and say like oh you know f this f that. <laughs> I gotta I, I gotta keep professional, but uh yeah, switch jobs, man. So I'll uh uh in two weeks I, I start with this new section, uh with some people I already know and stuff like that. So it's all it's all cool but, but So that was it. So they moving you up they move you up to lead assassin? Lead assassin, that's right, man. I'm, I'm lead be, assassin. You know, nice. next week I'm going over to Kandahar, so so yeah, we'll all see right. how it
0: all goes, man. But yeah, so switch but jobs. Pay, pay increase, you gotta kill like higher levels of heads of state.
2: This yeah, so oh yeah, so like I'm basically at the point uh, in my company where I, I can't go any higher unless I want to be a manager. And I, I have figured out long ago that I do not want to be a manager. I don't know if either of y'all have been managers at any point in your careers, but uh, man, I just see how incompetent people are and how much stuff managers have to put up with. And the increase in pay, while it's nice, it ain't worth uh, all that headache and dealing with with problem employees and stuff like that. And so I, I've been, I've been asking myself this like for like. Mm, probably about six seven years i've been right there you know where i could do some managing i've done a little bit of test you know kind of like some little trial runs but man i just don't i can't see myself managing i know i'll have to eventually here soon i really don't have no no other choice but i try to avoid it because i feel like i'm productive what i do you know killing people like 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 ryan says (laughs) but man managing managing other killers yeah no not, not 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 what i have in mind so I understand so you know, uh, you're, the, you're the best at what you do
0: though, so we appreciate your service yeah, yeah, yeah all right, Phenom, I saw the Facebook pictures, man, so I know your weekend blackness was kind of lit
1: yeah, actually, my weekend blackness, like Paul so very it was often white it was pretty white. <laughs> it was hella white hella to white. be exact and there was a couple things that made it super duper white um. The first is what you saw, was axe throwing. It's wife's birthday, that is the activity that we did, and I'll probably go into that the most. But secondly, actually today, just getting in off the golf course, got an opportunity to play at Bell Reeve Country Club. They're gonna be hosting the 100th PGA Championship. So they had a media event today, so, I uh, golfed today, I actually golfed Friday also, and I went axe throwing, so that's about as white as a weekend or a four-day weekend can be, but it was, it was fun. Golf, of course, is always fun, I enjoy it, but let's get into the axe throwing, that was definitely the star of the weekend, so that's something that I've been hearing about more the past maybe three or four months. Uh, my boss at work had told me about it. He's went. He's gone a couple of times. I've had other friends that have told me either they went and they enjoyed it or that they wanted to go. And this is something that up until, again, three, four months ago, I would never heard of. I didn't know it existed. I knew there were, well, I knew it existed. I knew there were some axe-throwing championships somewhere in Scandinavia or something like that. But it's nothing I ever imagined being a hobby. But anyway, so we went up there. And what they do is, like the first half hour, they show you how to throw axe, the proper techniques, proper technique of axe throwing. And then after that, they split you into teams because there's always a group. Uh, My wife and I just went together as a couple, but then they put us together with two other couples that were there or groups of two. Uh, And then so they split you into teams and they do little games and things like that. So there's basically like a target. It's almost like darts or you're at the shooting range as a target and you just throw the ax at it and try to hit the target. So for whatever reason, again, I've never been ax throwing before in my life. And for whatever reason, and I don't even wanna sound like a brag, cause last week I bragged in my This Week in Blackness about the, the <laughs> basketball, garage basketball, whatever. But I'm going to just use my wife's words to explain how my axe game is. So at one point, and this honestly happened 100%, my wife turned to me after I stuck like three, four axes in a row and she was like, this must be what LeBron James feels like.
2: Oh, no, this is bias. This is bias reporting. Hey, Uh, you can
1: ask her. You can ask her. And she's now – she don't even want to give me credit like that. But it was like for whatever reason, I don't know why, like after that little half-hour training, like I was zoned in on the ax throwing. Like uh, we played a couple of different games. One was like horse, but they did hatchet. And so, again, it was a team game. So you throw, if you, you stick it and the other person doesn't, they get a letter. So my team won that, you know, going away. But they had, my wife was on that team, and there was another lady on that team. And both of them were okay, but they weren't sticking a lot of axes. So then they're like, all right, let's switch up the team. So they're like, we're going to do a game like cricket and darts, where basically on the target they had one, it was circles and a bullseye, and it was one, two, three, four, and six. Six was the bullseye. So it's like when your team hits a number, then that's out. And you basically, you try to hit all the numbers before the other team does. So I went cold for a minute, for probably like 10 minutes, because this is a two-hour session that you got at the axe throwing. So I went cold for like 10 minutes, and the other team was racking up some of the numbers. So I think they had two and six left that they hadn't hit, and we hadn't hit anything. Nobody on my team hit anything. I didn't hit anything. Then all of a sudden, I just felt like it was the fourth quarter. I got in that zone, and I rattled off every single number, and we beat the other team. Nobody else scored one. So it was just like, for whatever reason, I just had that axe-throwing thing. It, it's in my genes. I guess my my daddy or my granddaddy was a, a lumberjack somewhere. A my wife was calling me, like, Robin Hood or something. Uh, so my axe game is right, man, but it, it's something fun. I'm sure that it's cropping up around the country. So if you haven't had the opportunity to go ax one I recommend it. They also, like, first they had these hand-sized axes, I don't know, maybe two or three feet. <laughs> it's trying and to get then, black
2: people killed out here. Right. So I heard <laughs> that extro- story, man, man, but I was like, I'm not going because it's sounded like Get Out, part two. Hold on. Was, that, was, there, was there drinking involved? Is there drinking? There has to be drinking here. Right. Is there drinking?
1: There's an option. So the one that we went to was in St. Charles like you can buy beer or whatever. There's another one in South County that my boss went to. He said that's like BYOB, so you could bring your own hard liquor or whatever. So
2: bring your own Hennessy. Definitely, bring, <laughs> right, bring, your own, bring
1: Hennessy. your own Hennessy. Like we didn't choose to drink, but it no, it was cool, it was fun and it was like they gave you a bunch of axes. First, you start off with like a regular hand axe. Then you go to this huge like tree chopping tree chopping yeah, yeah, axe. I,
2: I, I don't, wanna anywhere, like I don't want to be anywhere. like I don't want to be anywhere near anybody that's just learning how to throw axes and they've been drinking. <laughs> they, they throw it backwards or whatnot. That's that's my thing. I'm gonna be way back or far the handle away. Handle slip off. Man, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. Like Elmer Elma Fudd or something. Nah, man.
1: nah, the most. Well, here's the most dangerous thing that happened, and I will say that. You do have to pay attention. They tell you don't wear... You can't wear, like, open-toed shoes. So, Ryan, you you're just <laughs> going to have to lead the open-toed joints at the game. Hey, the
0: only person I know with open-toed shoes was you, and I have photo... Uh, Proof. Was, yeah, we got evidence no, of don't. that, man. No, you don't. On a brass skin rug. Okay, so hold ha- on. So, the second question. How so, make, the how axes
1: make? do bounce back off the wall, and sometimes oh. they bounce all the way back to where you were standing. So, you do
3: how
0: have How far to are you throwing
1: it? you throwing it maybe... 15 feet for the, for the little for, what about for the big the ones, ones? All the way for the big in. ones the
2: same way distance
1: yeah i mean you change your distance a little bit it really depends on the person and how many rotations you got on the axe mm-hmm. uh but it's it's 10 to 15 feet in between there and uh so how here, many? i'll say this real quick so here are the the two dangerous things that happen so when we switch to the big axe uh, there was one that had this board that was covering a hole and I threw it and it didn't stick, but I knocked off a board. The next dude who came after me threw it and it went through the hole that was already there. So he had to like try to get this axe stuck out of the wall that went through this hole. Uh, but between that and the axe is bouncing back towards your feet. Holes were really the only two dangerous things that happened. Okay.
2: Were there any other black people, were there any minorities there? Were there any other minorities there?
1: There actually were. There weren't any. When we first got there, there was only six in our group. And then maybe 45 minutes later, a second group came, and there was a black dude that was in that group, and it looked like a – Did he give you the head nod? Did he lady. give you the head
2: nod? That's what I need to know. He did.
1: Oh, he had to. You know, Oh, he, he got to, to because the,
2: he
0: finally felt comfortable.
1: Yeah. You, you. And when you're in that situation where you're around – axes and (laughs) like you said uh drinking folks and not too many of us out there you know you have to give the head nod to say hey (laughs) if it pops off you get that axe i'm gonna get this axe and we good but between between him and me and my wife and like i said i think one lady was mixed we was representing up in there so black folks is throwing axes too man that's what's up all right now i
0: heard about that a long time ago i hadn't actually um Looked into it though, but a white dude I used to work with he had uh, he had done that, but he said it was cool. And, uh, it was fun. Yeah, I'll put I'm it on the list. Again. All
2: right, Ryan. Now yeah. on to the the weekend blast. Now on to the main event of the weekend blast. Let's let's hear about your your I
0: don't weekend think blackness. It's the main right? event. Don't hype it up too much. All right, so here we go. So my weekend blackness uh, turned out. Now I'm gonna give y'all the short version of the sad part of the story. So my little girl. Where I'm sitting down to watch game one of the NBA finals, so black. I, the kids was, was jumping around in front of the TV, and I'm like, hold up. It's time for y'all to get out of here. Hit the showers. <laughs> so I was getting ready to get them out of the room. Everybody was ready to go to bed. I'm like, go in your room. I'll be in there in a minute. And I all usually wait for that first uh, TV timeout and then go in and, and officially tuck them in say their prayers and all that kind of stuff. And uh, not two minutes after I sent them into the room, I hear this big, large bang. And you know, when something falls in the house, you don't know what it is. And your mind goes through the hundreds of things that it could be. And I couldn't think of nothing in my house that would have been heavy enough to make that sound. That's how loud it was. And I run around the corner and my little girl is getting up off the floor. And she is like, her mouth is open and tears are coming out of her eyes, but there's no sound come out of her mouth. Hmm. So hmm. it freaked me out so i'm just like okay but i'm still calm i'm like uh like breathe breathe baby girl breathe like i need you to just inhale and you'll be okay and then i can find out what happened you know it took her i swear she stood there like that for about 20 seconds man it was it was scary but uh she finally breathed and she got up and reached for me to pick her up i picked her up and she was still freaking out and stuff so i asked Triton what happened apparently she fell out the top bump long hmm. story short oh Yes. Fell out the top bunk. Uh, Trent says she fell over backwards out the bunk. Hmm. So thank God it wasn't worse than it ended up being. But um, she hit the ground pretty hard. And I'm trying to, you know, you're trying to do an injury assessment of somebody that's three years old. And, uh, you know, her brother will be five here uh, on Friday. And, you know, nobody can really tell me what happened. He don't really know how she felt, what she fell on. So I'm like asking her, like, what hurts? What does this hurt? Does that hurt? You know, she really didn't know. She she kind of said she hit the back of her head, but um, I'm, I usually go through to squeeze your hand and make a fist for me and raise your arms. That's usually what I do if they get hurt, just to make sure ain't nothing broke. But um, in this case, I, I asked her to raise her arm, and she was like she couldn't. So I was like, ugh. and I was thinking, you know, maybe it's just a stinger or something. And she was crying so hard, she was like, I want to go to bed, and I'm like, no, you can't go to bed because I don't know if you hit your head. Taking the room, uh, she uh was laying down, just being weird, and I'm like, Okay, uh I need you to sit up so I can have your mother check you over because my wife is a nurse and, you know, Avery don't too much uh like me yet. <laughs> <So> <laughs> she don't she don't always wanna give me all the information. So I can't tell if she's just being Avery towards me where she ignores me and act like I don't exist or if something was really wrong with her. So I'm like, please come in here and examine your daughter. So she go in there and we ran through everything and Uh, to told her what happened and uh, we asked her to sit up and she's like I can't sit up and I'm like ah what's what's the problem and then I'm like you know can you raise your arm can you move your feet she can move her legs and stuff she was good but she couldn't still couldn't lift her arm and she was not wanting to raise her head either so at this point I was scared that maybe she fractured something in her neck or something so uh, I'm like well I don't want to move her just in case and I want the ambulance to come put a collar on her Uh, so we had to call the ambulance they came and got her Mm -hmm. yep Mm -mm -mm. Took her to the hospital Turned out she has a broken uh, collarbone So snapped her collarbone in two So she's doing good though She in good spirits And her doctor told her to stay out of school uh, Daycare for a little while Because the kids are kind of rough up there But other than that She is good But the the blackest thing that happened While I was at the hospital Was not only waiting from 8.30 Until 2.30 when we walked about the hospital 8.30 to 2.30 man when I walked in, I was like, why is there so many people here? Like, that was the first thing, because it sounded like people was up in there to watch the game. It sounded like we was at Buffalo Wild Wings or something. <laughs> I'm like, why is there so much chatter up in here? And then one dude was watching the game on his phone so I could hear it. And I'm like, well, what are we doing? Is somebody ordering wings? Like, what's going on? And uh, it was so many people in there, man. You know, people bleeding over here. People bleeding over there. Somebody yeah. apparently was in a car accident. Another dude. Uh, was limping around on some crutches, but so we sat down, we finally got settled and this dude, he's like, he's walking by the security guard and, you know, typical security guard, uh, a white dude with the buzz cut, you know, and uh, he was kind of like, you know, have you been seen yet? And dude was like, yeah, I've been seen. And he's like, okay, well, you know, you gotta, you gotta get out. You gotta leave. And dude is on crutches. But, So clearly he had been there and been seen and seen a doctor and and the, and the guy told him and the security told him, uh, yeah, well, you got to go and dude said, man, I'm a patient. Like I'm waiting on my ride. And he was like, okay then. And then of course, uh, but the, but the, but the black dude on top of that was kind of getting smart with him too. So that didn't necessarily help the situation, but I still think the security guard was messing with him. And, uh, the security guard, uh, told him, well, no, he said to him, Hey, um, why you bothering me anyway, man? Quit quit effing with me. I ain't bothering you. And then dude was like, well, I still got to clear out the waiting room. You know, if you've already been seen, you know, call your ride, and, and then you got to leave. And he's like, whatever, man. I'll stay up in here as long as I want to stay up in here. <laughs> you know. Man, once you start saying stuff like that, I'm like, man, what are you doing, dog? Like, you got crutches, Sweet bro. the leg. Like, if Sweet anything go wrong, you messed up. Yeah. Sweet the leg, daniel son. So, this dude... He's he steady talking, man. He's getting louder and louder. He's cussing more and more. And so the dude, the security guard, he's like, all right, all right, all right, whatever, whatever. He's like, how about this? You better be going in an hour. And he's like, going in an, in hour? an hour? He's like, man, I'll be up here. That's a long time, ain't it? Man, Who wants to sit up in the hospital for an hour? After you've probably been,
2: after you, after hey. been there for four or five hours, man. Who, get, get up out exactly, of
0: there, man. Get out. I thought, I thought dude had been here for a long time. But he gave him an hour. That's like, you know, that's like the emptiest of threats. You know what I'm saying? Like, you better be gone by tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a, that's not a big deal. And he said he called his ride. His ride should be there an hour. So I was like, okay, you know, crisis averted. Man,
2: call your broke ass an Uber yeah. and be out of there now. Like, who wants to sit up, yeah, just yeah. sit up in there and get up out of there, man?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I went back to surveying the scene. And then... Uh, you know, the dudes, he's walking around and he said he went and finally uh, he was like, man, just just security told him to go have a seat over there. And he's like, man, I do what I want to do. I ain't got to sit over here F you, man. Blah, blah, blah. And he just kept on cussing at the dude. And I'm like, oh, what is he doing? And dude was like, you know what? He's like, you got to go. Good. And he's like, man, I ain't got to go nowhere, man. I'm waiting on my ride. Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, security was like, all right, then. All right, I'll be back. <laughs> so he left, he got another security guard They came back And then, you know, I can see him talking I was I was watching through the window or whatever Because you can see through their little door or whatever Where they sit at And dude is like uh, preparing them And he's like, well, who is the guy? And he's like, it's the dude over in the black shirt He's like, okay, okay And next thing I know, the cop cars pull up Which I didn't expect I thought they would just go usher the dude oh, out yeah. onto the sidewalk And he just out of here And they'd be like, go on and find your ride But no, the cops come up in there so it's about two two no four cops because it was two cop cars four cops and the two security guards do the steady cussing. they go walk over to him at this point everybody in the emergency room has got up to go over there and walk watch uh go look and see what's happening and he like man i know my rights man i got rights man i can't i'm gonna get my lawyer i'm gonna sue y'all man you just you hate on me because i'm a veteran man you mad because you ain't a veteran you a bum, man. You ain't making no money up in here. Blah blah blah.
2: No, you a bum. You sit there and it's just sit up and hang out in the lobby, man. Go home. Go. Right, go man. relax.
0: Keep in, keep in mind, but, this dude was cussing every five every five words.
2: Ryan, at I'm like, what man, point did
1: you pull out your phone and start recording <laughs> yeah, it's a I'm world star. Nobody, oh had
0: Nobody had their phone. Nobody had their phone because it was lame. Because nothing happened. <laughs> but so, dude, he he goes through the whole thing and he's like, uh, and they like, yeah, man, stand up. And we're going to take you out. I ain't got to stand up. Once you start saying you're not finna stand up, you're not finna go do this, then he like, why you taking my crutches? Dude, they taking your crutches because they about to take you. <laughs> yep. They pass his crutches down to the last man in the line. They then grab your arm, start pulling you, and he like, oh, my leg, man. Oh, I'm hurt. Oh, <laughs> my, my foot, man. What did you think was going to happen when you kept talking smack after the cops came? Hobble your butt out the front door like they told you to, man. And he's just like, man, why you got to grab my arm like that, man? Oh, man, the handcuffs. Oh, you know, the, the typical stuff you hear when these things happen. But the whole time I'm thinking, dog, none of this had to happen to you. Mm. You could have just left. And what's Baby Girl saying the now, whole time she's seeing this? Yeah, uh, I don't know. She was looking scared, man. I'm like, don't worry about it. You know, she, uh, you know. That, that, that's that, that, that's her, that that her, her, that's so her first experience with
2: like, get on this right? That's, the, that's her
0: first experience. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some loud this like that, yes. And, uh, you know, she didn't really know what was going on. I said, the police going to take him out and he'll be all right. You know, uh, he not feeling good, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, man, he, he acted a fool all the way out and, uh, you know, basically laid out on the floor and they dragged him <laughs> out, put his handcuffs on. He told him the handcuffs hurt. Like, dude, and I asked, the, you know, the one girl across the black girl that was sitting in there and I was like, what happened? Because I said, I don't know what happened before I got here. And she's like, Well, the security guard was messing with him because he said he really wasn't bothering nobody at first. And I'm like, Yeah. And I said, On top of that, I said, Then he started acting a fool too. So two wrongs, and now you're in the police car. You know what I'm saying? In situations like that, you probably got a warrant. Then you end up in jail. Was it worth all that? No.
1: Why why he probably got a warrant? Man. That's a shame. This if a dude that be cussing like that, you come on. No, no, let's be real. Let's be real. That's right. Come that's
0: right. On, We're man. gonna assu- A dude acting like that, man, at the hospital, you think he ain't got no warrant? But dog, just like you know, Draymond
1: the Dr- does, Dr- does Draymond Green have a warrant? <laughs>
2: probably <laughs> <laughs> probably should. No, he, he acts a fool every <laughs> yeah. game, bro. Every hoop, game he, he
1: cussed. If he
0: couldn't hoop, man, he would have a warrant for his arrest too. <laughs> no,
2: man. That's that's that
0: dude that dude was acting a fool, man. I guarantee you.
2: Man, if the if the if the lobby's busy, man, you got people coming up in there. You know, they're they're not gonna feeling good, man man, man. man, get up out of there. They, they need those seats, man. If you if you done if you if you could have figured out when you arrive was gonna, you could have scheduled all that a long time ago while you were in the back, man. Just you ain't gonna sit there and wait for no three four hours in no a ride. You just you just doing nothing, man. Get up out of there. You gotta go.
0: Yeah, and then then on top of that, I mean, if he wasn't walking around and being loud and cussing and stuff, nobody would say nothing to him from what I saw. Now, whatever happened before that, I can't I can't uh, speak on. Yeah. But yeah, old girl agreed with me when she said that he he uh he definitely made it worse on himself. But that was pretty much it. I guess uh Brown Brown delegation, I watched Coco. <laughs> you still ain't, you still ain't watched it yet, man. That was that was that's pretty brown. It was fire, wasn't it? Need to, it was good, man. You need to peep Coco. I'll peep Coco, I know, Box I know
2: about trend. Coco. I'm
0: hip to Coco, man. Coco was good, man. If I was for real Mexican and I knew all about the Dia like, or whatever, then uh, I really would have. <laughs> but... The what? The what? If you knew about the what? Look, Whatever, man. I'm not <laughs> you heard me the first time. <laughs> I ain't Spanish. Day of the Dead. <laughs> so, oh, but that,
2: so the movie does bring a good point. Like, like, like do you really want to see all your relatives when you go to when you go to heaven or what? Because <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, man. The ones that's up there, probably. <laughs> I'm, 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 there's a, there's a good contingent. I'm good not seeing. <laughs> yeah.
0: it, it it has some dope parts, man. You know, it's it's Pixar, so they, they always got a little a deep portion of it where they was talking about uh, well, and not really a spoiler, but that how uh, at some point, like nobody would remember you because all the people that knew you would be gone. So that was like the the big adult theme. Of oh, it. yeah, man.
2: That, like that movie Up, man. Have you ever seen that one Up? With the dude, the old yeah, man? Yeah, I man, saw that. that. first 30 I minutes is the like theater. sad as hell, man. <laughs> you like, man. <laughs> yeah, little kids maybe, watching yeah. that like, man, what the hell
0: is going on here? Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. a good movie, too. Yeah. Yep, I, I feel, feel you. It. All right. That's pretty much it. So uh, forgive me for the long uh, week in blackness, but it was a long week for me. So let's see. Let's get to these topics, fellas. Yeah. So, Paul, we're going to go with yours first. All right, all right. It's we're we're like uh, Kim K goes to Washington,
2: yeah. D.C. We're going we're to bring a little glitz and glamour, a little celebrity to the, to the <laughs> podcast now. So so, last, so this is a topic I want to talk about this week. So Kim Kardashian. Everybody knows Kim Kardashian. She doesn't need any, any introduction. Of course, famously married uh, to many, many black delegation members, uh, some that are on the fringes now, uh, including her current husband, Mr. Kanye West. But this week, Kim Kardashian, for whatever reason, decided to go visit the White House to uh, to sit down with uh, senior advisor, Jared Kushner, the, the president's son-in-law, of course, and then to do a photo op with the, with the president. And the reason she was there was to discuss prison reform and sentencing. Now, I'm sure I'm like, you fellows, I never, never, ever knew that Kim Kardashian had any idea about prison reform and sentencing it seemed like a very very odd combination would, <laughs> would you guys agree
0: i would agree that i don't even i'm still trying to figure out why exactly kim, kim k is famous still still trying to figure it ray out. j ray because j made her famous she had yeah ray j. Made i her mean famous. are we still riding on no that i mean what she really doesn't have any talent i don't i don't understand
2: no, if you saw that video you know she didn't have no talent no that was terrible man That was horrible <laughs> oh
0: that was that was back in the day so i saw that Jeez. one but yeah it's still she still didn't have any talent didn't have any talent. wink wink. you know what i'm talking about she still ain't had no talent so what, why is she famous
2: but anyway, so so, oh, yeah. so to move on, so keep it keep it PG, you know, because because uh, you know we don't want uh you know the, the, the issues family members to to come down too hard on us. And just just remember, this is Ryan talking dirty here, right. guys. This is Ryan, not me. Right. I'm like, hey,
1: you ain't gotta worry I'm about my about Ryan. Ryan uh, this church members. <laughs>
2: 1997. I watched one.
0: They probably watched it, too, back
2: then. So so Kim K went there to talk about prison reform and sentencing, and she used a case. And the reason I I wanted to bring this up because I don't really I like for, straight up I, I hate that whole family I can't stand any of them Kanye West included the whole family can can get out of here they can we can we can deport them all I'd be happy but uh, the reason she went to the White House was to discuss uh, in particular one person a lady from Memphis and that's that's the the local connection here that interests me Uh, she was there to speak on behalf of Alice Marie Johnson Alice Marie Johnson's a 63 year old grandmother uh, who had been living in Memphis since the late 70s. I guess at some point in the 80s or 90s, uh, she got caught up trying to uh, trying to, trying to uh, you know, move some cocaine around uh, while she was working at FedEx or something like that. And so she's been in prison for the last 21 years and I guess she has a life sentence, even though that was her first uh, uh, first, first drug offense. So she got a, a basically a lifetime sentence for her first offense. Uh, by all accounts, she seems to be a model prisoner. She's gone into into you know she's taken her, her time she's, she's done her time twenty one years so far. She's become ordained minister, uh, inside the, inside the prison. She's gone gotten some degrees and she's spoken uh, frequently on behalf of uh, you know uh, done various like interviews, podcasts, what have you on you know life in prison. You know change you know turn your life around. All these things like that. So she's, it seems like she's a a, a a truly good lady who got caught in a bad situation. Uh, but I still think it's kind of weird that Kim Kardashian is riding for. Her. I'm sure, I don't even know how they how, how she heard about him, which is kind of weird. But she went to the White House, met with uh, the president, and of course, and so then of course then uh, uh, she, they did a photo op with the, with with, her, with the with the president, and you can see like Donald Trump clearly doesn't know what's going on. He's just sitting there smiling with this big huge grin
0: because so so he he only invited her there to look at her booty. Pretty much. That's
2: true. Even though, G said, even though G maintains that old white men don't care about butts. So I don't know. I'm not sure if, if Donald Trump was a butt man or not. But if he, if so, she's there. The butt is there. But so he did the photo, op. Blah, blah, blah. You know, nothing really came of this after, you know, nothing really came out afterwards. It kind of made a little sensational headlines. But then the very next day, I don't know if you guys caught this part. So the very next day, <laughs> Trump starts announcing a bunch of pardons. And you think like, oh, so I'm I'm kind of like following the news. I'm kind of like at work, and I'm kind of checking Twitter or whatever like that. And so I hear about pardons, and I was like, okay, I'll check that out a little bit. So I was like, that lady must be getting getting ready to get out. So I was like, that's kind of cool. You know, if the lady gets out, and Kim Kardashian did it, hey, you know, got to give her credit. But so I so I you know I go to lunch or whatever like that, and so I'm just sitting at lunch and, and, and checking Twitter, blah, blah blah whatever like that. And so I'm scrolling through. I was like, oh, yeah, let me go check on these on these pardons, blah blah. blah. Well, he didn't end up pardoning Miss Alice Marie Johnson from Memphis. <laughs> he ended <laughs> of up not. He ended up pardoning, he ended up pardoning uh, Dinesh D'Souza, who was a very conservative uh, uh, filmmaker, propagandist. He wrote a bunch of movies about how essentially Obama's the Antichrist. And he got caught up in some campaign finance violations. And so he, he had to do some like, oh, yeah, yeah, so he had, to do, he had to do some, he had like, I don't know, like a suspended sentence and I think he had to do some like a house arrest, things like that. Anyway, so but instead of uh, you know freeing this lady who spent 21 years in prison and was going to spend the rest of her life there, and after having this big you know meeting with Kim Kardashian the day before, got the photo op that he wanted, he decides to to pardon Dinesh D'Souza, and then he he speculates in Twitter about pardoning uh, Rob Blagojevich, who was the governor of Illinois. Who was a Democratic governor of Illinois who was corrupt? I think I think like six governors from Illinois in a row all went to prison. I think so. I think this is one or five or six something like that. But this was a Democratic governor, uh, and he was like basically impeached or whatever like that by a Democratic uh, uh, state senate, blah blah, uh, because he was trying to sell influence. But the reason there's a connection is because he was on The Apprentice, Donald Trump's Apprentice, and then the other person he was trying to he, he considered pardoning was. Uh, uh, Martha Stewart. Yeah, he wanted, he wanted to. He wanted to pardon Martin, Martha Stewart because I guess he had been on her show before. So, so Miss 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 Kardashian goes there to this thing, big old thing for Alice Marie Johnson. And the very next day, the, Mr. Mr. Trump is uh, you know looking for looking to issue pardons. He he, he gives one pardon. And speculates about two more, but does not give one to Alice Marie Johnson.
0: So, was this a huge waste of time or what, fellas? What do you guys think? So, okay, uh, random question that I need answered how do these pardons work is this is this expunging this stuff from their records because clearly Martha Stewart's already out so what are we pardoning well you probably get your voting rights back you know ability to own a gun if you
2: wanted to own a gun all those things like that so yeah so
0: it it totally it totally erases it off your record uh, as far as I know
2: I I, I don't think uh, the federal charges you can't take away the state I don't think the president has the ability to take away state charges but I think these were federal charges in all these cases so so yeah to the extent they're federal charges I think I think it just wipes it all totally clean Okay. Go ahead
1: H-way. and. Well, I was gonna say you forgot one pardon though. As you're talking about it, the president announced that he has pardoned Jack Johnson.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, good good. Oh, point. that was at the
1: same time. The boxer. Yeah, man, I forgot
2: about that. Dang. The
1: former heavyweight champion in the world. And we've been uh, talking. And we've been talking about this. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, we we talked about that. So Trump did decide. Hey, I am going to. Pardon a black person. Of course, he pardoned a black person who's been dead for 72 years. Um, I don't think that that is by chance, but uh, he did. He did do that, and I will say that, you know, it's a it's a decent act. Jack Johnson was in prison. For those who don't know, he was a former heavyweight champion, but he was in prison basically for taking a white woman across state lines. Now, I think it was his wife. Married, I think it was his wife. Yeah, right? he, married various, he married various white women. I think he was married like three times. I'm not positive on that. But, yeah, he took his wife across state lines just traveling, and the federal government uh, basically used this um, law that was meant for kidnapping and things like that. Um, and they prosecuted him. He ended up spending, I think, a year in prison over it, uh, but they basically said, "Well, you took a white woman across state lines for immoral acts," and he was prisoned for that. So, um, a lot of presidents have considered. Was he
0: mar- Wasn't he married to her? I think, but yeah, he was he, married I to
1: think her. he was
2: married to her. But she was like a known, like pretty much all the women he was messing with were like known prostitutes, if if I've read the history right. So it, I guess it's a little murky. It's a little murky there on some immoral
0: acts with in, your own wife. Okay,
1: exactly. Well, I mean, in reality, it was. You're a black man, you sleep more with white women, and we don't like it. Yeah. So he yeah. went to prison for that. So Trump, because Sylvester Stallone called Trump and asked him to pardon him, and he felt like this was something that they asked Obama to do and he didn't do, and I feel like Obama was like, he's been dead for like 70 years, what's the point? And so Trump, you know, this was another thing where he's like, Obama couldn't do it or Obama didn't do it, so I'm going to do it. Uh, Let's be real. He so just, just want he
2: just wants Sylvester Stallone to come to the White House and do the photo op. That's all. That's all they want. Probably. Probably. That's,
0: probably.
3: <laughs> uh,
0: that's, a, so that's any, a weird. That's a weird story. I didn't know all of that hinged on the Kim K stuff, though. So, do
1: you guys want to talk? I don't think I don't think it hinged on it, but I think it was just. The time and that's when he was doing his pardon, so that all came out around the same time
2: but why not let the lady go I mean seems like from what the little I've read it seems like a, a, a lady that's done her time you know seems like a sweet lady I mean she's definitely not a threat to the community and she's she's from Memphis, so and so she's got she's got a bunch of democratic support because I know I know uh, congressman Steve Cohen he's hes he's supporting her things like that
1: you know and that's the problem right there you know yeah. Trump does not think that deeply. His is going to be, is this person support me? So, of course, he's not going to pardon a black person unless the black person is loudly for Donald Trump. You know, he, even this, I um, forget the guy's name, but the, the guy he, he pardoned was a Middle Eastern uh, guy or a Middle Eastern descent. The only reason he pardoned him is because he is oh. alt-right. Basically, oh, D- he's come out Dinesh so D'Souza far. Sousa. Yeah, he's Indian. Yeah, Indian, he's, Indian guy. he's he's come out so far for conservative and for Donald Trump that Trump's like, hey, you pat my back, I'ma pat yours. Oh yeah, that, help dude, you man, out. that dude. So. Man,
2: that dude is like, I don't know if you followed. Dine- Have you ever seen Dinesh D'Souza on Twitter? Like that dude is like a total scumbag. Like t- just like he'd be, he'd be talking reckless about like. Like Hillary Clinton, like like uh, not not Hillary Clinton. Yeah, Hillary, Hillary Clinton. No, not Hillary Clinton. What's uh, what's the dog? Chelsea Clinton. He would be talking reckless about Chelsea Clinton. Like man, that, leave that little girl alone. She she ain't bothering nobody. She ain't she ain't running for office, man. But he would just be talking reckless about her. It's like man, this dude. He he don't he don't seem like remorseful or you know just like hey let me just let me just chill I, you know whatever. But yeah, that's if, a different story. if
1: people really want prison reform, if people in prison really want prison reform. Just tell all the people in jail to tweet that they love Donald Trump and they wish they could vote for him. And then right, prisoners will be able to vote like, <laughs> tomorrow. But
2: do we want to get into the topic of, uh, we, and we can pause here like or edit this out, but like, do we want to talk about prison reform overall? I know this is just kind of like a little segue, but do we want to get into any of that? Hey, we might as well.
0: Go ahead. What you think, Ish? I don't care. Go for it. Yeah,
2: let's do. Okay, it. hey, well, so let's let's uh, let's talk about. I mean, let's talk about. what we let's just pick up here. Okay, let's, if you cut this part out, I'm gonna pick up here. So, like, okay, so let's, Ryan ain't gonna cut it out. He's <laughs> ain't gonna, gonna cut me. nothing. So, so, so you, you just, might just, as well so, stop saying. That. <laughs> I mean, no so in so, 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 so prison be before, What what can we do to make? Re- what's reasonable steps that we can do? I mean, I think for, from my perspective, I think the first thing we need to do is just decriminalize all. You know, unless it's like you know cocaine. Okay, like this lady, she was delivering cocaine. That's that's one thing. But these small time, you know, weed. I personally think I think we're really close. I think it's going to be passed in the next decade that we're going to have like federal marijuana laws. I think they'll tax the heck out of it. But all these people that are in there for marijuana, they they need to get up out of there. I I think that's 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 rule number one. And I don't know. I'll kick it up to you guys. See what you guys think next.
0: Uh. I would say, I mean, I have family members that have gone, you know, to prison for quite some time, some some uh, a few a couple 20 year sentences that I know of uh, for selling selling dope. And uh, so the one thing that I would like to see happen is um, the real problem with prison to me is the fact that once you serve your, your time, like your sentence is never over like it's really a life it's really a life sentence regardless of what they call it like yeah you were behind bars uh but the real problem is is that when you get out you can't escape that you were behind bars if you really served your time you know they they take away your your right to vote as if that would change anything look man like if he served his time he couldn't vote while he's while they were in prison so what difference does it make you know i don't think that should be taken away i don't think that when you get out you should be able to vote again you should be back to doing whatever you could do um, they, uh, you have to mark on all your paperwork and stuff that you uh, have a felony. Uh, once you do that, you're not allowed to get certain jobs, which is gonna push you down into a a lower, uh, you know, type of job. Really, um, a lower economic, economic, just your, yeah, your whole economic yeah, future yeah, is really imperiled economically. Yeah. And then just just the people that you're working around, you know, like I in my in my field of work and doing workers comp, like I hear people talking or different owners of businesses talk about uh, the, the workers that they think have a rap sheet or, or whatever. And they, they talk about them like they come the to earth, man. There's, that's not cool. Like regardless of what situation you were in, you made a mistake, you served your time, you got out, you should be able to turn your life around and, and for the good, but you're not, not allowed to do that. You gotta, you forever got a scarlet letter on your chest and you're never going to be able to, uh, go back to, to life being normal again. You're always gonna be out here struggling. And then they wonder why people end up going back. It's because they don't you're not really allowed to do anything and you'll you'll never be able to better yourself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think that I mean the hardest problem with prison reform is that you really have to reform the entire judicial system to fix it because everything is off kilter. Just in the whole process. So we see so many times with how the police deal with black and brown people versus how they deal with white people. And we get arrested. We get pulled over. We get sent to jail at a much higher percentage for the same crime. You know, for instance, if you look at. Right. Or even if you look (laughs) at things like weed, you know, people that smoke weed, white people and black people smoke weed. At a very, very similar percentage, but black people are way more likely to go to jail uh, for weed. So, number one, you have to get the police officers to have like Starbucks. They have their bias training and they have to learn how to police without that implicit bias. Now, number two, when you look at sentencing. Two people that do get arrested. If you look at a white person and a black person or a brown person, they get arrested for the exact same crime. Whether you're talking about a bank robbery, whether you're talking about selling drugs, whether you're talking about whatever. The black person or the brown person, minority, is more likely to get a much harsher sentence. So right. now you have to deal with that aspect of it. You gotta get new judges in there or you have to have a different interpretation of the law. That was a thing that I thought was really good about the Obama administration and the, the Justice Department under Obama is that we started to see the Justice Department handle these type of things or look at things from that type of vantage point where now the current administration is just rolling all of that stuff back. All those protections that we started to have, all those consent degre- consent decrees that they started building between the federal government and certain Uh, police municipalities or certain uh, governments. All those things are being rolled back. Lastly, I think as far as the prison goes, they do have to be building something towards those prisoners for the future. Like, they do have to be training them. They have to be giving them some type of job skills or education skills because right Right. now there's not a lot of that. You see that a little bit, but for the most part, like, they just – have them in there chilling. And, yeah, if
0: they let, if you let everybody out tomorrow that had marijuana charges, what would they do? Right, Not much? Like they would be stuck. They would be stuck. They can't do nothing. You you can work in construction if you fire find somebody that's gonna be a a, a slumlord over you. Work in the back at they Panda let you do nothing. Right, you can work <laughs> in the back somewhere. Is somebody gonna pay you cash and not pay you enough. Mm. They know for a fact that they don't have to pay you a lot because you don't have any choices. Yeah. And you know it's just it's just a bad situation, man. I, I just couldn't imagine. And picking off what what, what
2: Ish was saying about reforming the justice system. The other thing, like, so this is going going the opposite way. But what I would like to see is like an express lane if, for people that have done stuff that there, there ain't no coming back from. Like all these school shooter dudes, like that dude down in Florida, that that Nick Cruz dude, his, I guess member of Brown delegation. Maybe you can put him on a little, uh, make a spaceship, shoot him straight to the sun, and I wouldn't care, and do that tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be cool with that, man. So like these these people where they they're crying where it's like hey there's no question that dude did it everybody knows it man i don't th- th- there's no way that these dudes need 10 20 years to plead their case and all these i, I know that's like in the law and also like that but that's, that's, there, there needs to be some kind of like expressway for people like this so you know, you know you're never getting out we, we should not be i, I don't want to spend money i don't think anybody should be spending money wasting this this dude shouldn't be breathing air and they need to go, and they need to go today. They don't need to wait till tomorrow, not yeah, ten years. Yeah, but how the, the problem how do you is the second it? you
0: do that, we the ones that's gonna get hit with. Exactly. How many? We gonna how be many, on the on the ship to the sun?
1: They need. How they many need black to... folks are there right now that they were like this person's absolutely guilty? We know they did it. They got convicted. I, no, I, yada yada, and then this. this they go back I, I and want get the DNA or I, whatever, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you.
2: I totally agree with you on these like you know they're, they're, and DNA and all that stuff. But I'm talking about like if there's video footage, or there's like no question that you you know, like, you know one of these. Very limited, but for these like crimes, like serial killers, or, or you know, or these school shootings, man, you got to go. You get all those that that dude in Colorado, the Batman killer, movie movie theater killer, all those dudes, man, put them on a spaceship straight to the sun. I would not care. I would not
0: lose a single ounce of sleep over there Yeah, it's too many times where you actually caught dead to rights, like for real. In, in this, in this, hands. yeah, wearing a costume in the, exactly. at the movie theater with the guns in your hand, and you still good. But uh, what, you, what? what you're saying about you all that y'all, DNA? It's, it's, if you totally right. ever
1: watch Matlock. If y'all ever watched Matlock, <laughs> Matt, y'all know that I could be found with time. blood on my hand. It's the Perry Mason. I could be found with my hair and the, the DNA sample no, and I could be not No, guilty.
2: I'm talking, you, you right on all that and I'm, DNA and all that stuff like that. I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking about the dudes like today in this day and age, we got Facebook live and they posting
0: fi- videos on Facebook live and yeah, them shooting folks.
2: Them dudes, send them to the moon, send them to the moon right now or on the spaceship, never to come back. I'm good.
0: Y'all know the y'all know the real the real travesty in the judicial system is uh the system of bail.
1: Yep. That's because, another problem.
0: Man, I I was just, you know, I talk about this sometime with my wife and I'm like, what would happen if something happened to one of us and we had to we got locked up and we just need a bail. Let's hope to God that the judge don't say something crazy. And then even if he don't say something crazy like you got to come up with, that's a lot of money. Well, 10 temp- you got to you know, call like 10%, right? 10%. It don't matter, but they be setting your bail at like a hundred thousand dollars, man. Come on, ain't nobody, ain't too many families just gonna be like, oh, here go ten thousand. We good. Well, you put up like oh, yeah, we you gotta got, put a lot of people. A lot time you gotta, you gotta... even then, if you gotta say come up with a thousand, that's still man, that's a that's a lot. You
2: gotta put up the house, yeah, or the car. You know, you put up some collateral. I mean, that,
0: you, can... you you ain't got no house and no car, you screwed. Uh, yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. You know, and it's just it's a bad situation where you you know even if you and Let's say I even was out uh, protesting or something and some, some cop thought that I was doing something wrong and, and locked me up. I still got to come up with bail. Yeah, you know? and
1: again, that goes back to you have to get to the judges. Like, to really correct the prison system, you got to correct the the judges and that whole adjudication adjudication process. Because right now, I mean, we know that America has a really bad history when it comes to just racial justice. And there's always been things that have been stacked against black people and brown people. You know, that's that's just a fact. And so you start to get progress in certain areas like... The further you go in history, then people start to say, eh, this isn't acceptable. Like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be sicking dogs on black people. Like, maybe that really wasn't cool. But then it just pivots into a different area. They say, well, we can't do right. this. All right, well, maybe we can do this. Like, here's a good example. So there's this municipality in St. Louis called Page. I just watched Red. that today. I just listened to part two. And so, and I haven't even seen it yet. I just heard about a little bit. But Page Dale, Bre- t- a- they had a. Um, what is it? They, they were pulling a lot of people out, pulling everybody in Page Dale's getting pulled over by the police. Oh, basically. I thought you were about Maplewood. No, this is Pagedale. So basically, okay. people are getting pulled over for stupid stuff. You know, you don't got your city sticker, your brake light is out, whatever. And that's how the city is making money. So eventually, they had a consent decree. With the government that said, look, you can't be ticketing people like this. You can't be raising all this money just off ticketing drivers. So Pazzo said, okay, we're going to stop ticketing drivers. Well, what did they do? They started ticketing homeowners. Oh, your grass is too long. Oh, your fence is out of compliance. And so this is basically what happens with black folks. They say, all right, well, we can't do this to them anymore, but we just going to get them on this. We're going to get them on the marijuana. We're going to get them on. So until you really dig into that until we really dig into this inequality or inequity then the system's just going to be
0: broken yeah yeah i mean i think like the the way things are set up it kind of it gives our judges leeway to uh change sentences as, as they need to and you know be more lenient when they need to which if those people were making uh fair moral decisions that would be fine and you want them to be able to do that because what i don't like is mandatory sentencing, uh because we get ourselves in a you know the opposite uh, bit of trouble where oh yeah well i would like to let you off but it says 10 years for this uh this this bag of a weed so you in the jail for 10 years you know and we don't need that because every situation is different and they should be able to to uh be more lenient if they want to yeah but you also then you open up for like the the, the high school white kid uh
2: for selling weed gets gets six months and the dude the dude in the hood the black dude or brown dude gets, right, right. gets and 25 years and then you, that, that, that yeah. opens so i don't know in some ways well, that
1: still happens even with mandatory sentences they find a way they'd
0: be like ah timmy we're just gonna <laughs> but they'll just what they'll do is minimum. they'll just say they're they'll just say they're not guilty
1: that's what they'll do. Yeah. And, oh, Just and this is the, this is one of the biggest parts. This is like the most easily doable part because all this stuff that we're talking about is very mm-hmm. difficult and it's gonna take a long time to change. But this is my big pet peeve when black people do not go to jury duty. When they get yeah, them notices man. in the mail, they're like, ah, oh, I can't afford to miss work. Oh, I'm not going to this. That's what happened because now you got an all white jury or you might have one black person on the jury. And all these people getting arrested are black or brown, and there's nobody on the jury that looks like them. So
0: hey, but real talk, that's another part part of the uh, judicial system that's messed up. The fact that you have to serve jury duty, but you don't get paid for that day. Like everybody don't have a salary job where you can just take off and they're gonna pay you anyway. Yeah. Like if I literally if I make 11 dollars an hour, I can't afford to miss work. Man True. Hey you know I, I'm saying? I, And it could be two or three days of you down. I was down there once for all week. But I was salaried and I worked for the government at the time, so I didn't care. You know, I was like, "This is cool down here." But everybody else down there was complaining, like, "Man, I'm missing work. I, whatever they put me on, they put me on one. I'm just gonna say guilty and get out of there." Like people were saying stuff like that. Oh yeah. I don't want to be judged by those people. Where you more worried about your your pay uh, for that week or that day instead of worrying about my life? My that, life. That, is, oh, real talk. When I, to, the, to be, when I went down the, uh, duty, to when I went down to man. The, the,
2: the, man sitting in that room wait, waiting for them to call your number or whatever like that and find you on the jury man they're the most depressed looking scariest looking people in the world I'm like man I wouldn't want to be judged by none of these people right
0: <laughs> and then you know no. you still got to go through the selection process oh man uh, yeah most likely these days it seems like if you if you're a black person you committed a crime they're going to take all the black people off the jury some yep. kind of way you judge by your peers, but it's only one black person. Well, it depends
2: on where you commit I the crime. I, I, think, I, I, think in, I think if you're in, I think if you're in that's a- St. Louis City. Yeah, I think if you're in St. Louis City, <laughs> I think, I think you're straight. All
0: the time. I think if you're in Memphis, you're straight. <laughs> but it don't happen like that though.
1: Yo, yeah, well, and I, I love Jury Duty. I was called on Jury Duty once. You I love
2: Jury, I jury Duty.
1: I thought it was <laughs> the greatest experience. I would be a professional juror if I could be a professional <laughs> juror. Just like set me up here in the courtroom all day. That's all I want to do.
2: You're, you're cr- okay. That, I, would, is, that I is do crazy my part, talk. but that I'm not. Gonna, crazy I'm
0: not gonna say I love it. I'm not gonna say I loved it, but you know, I'm there to do my part. I don't like sitting there, and I gotta waste my. And time all you get me, is like a. And I, all you get is like eight fifty
2: and a bologna sandwich, man. Get up out of here <laughs> and some in a parking. Well, bag. you know, I was at the
1: time. I was lucky enough to where you know my job was gonna pay me for being off anyway. So like Ryan said, some people, if you're on hourly. You don't get that. I think no. either they should figure out either the government's going to pay for it or your employer has to pay for it if you call for your jury duty staff. because that's, you know, that's just uh, what is it civil service. So yeah. that should be covered. But, you know, just the actual act of going and listening to the trial and listening to all this, I just think that's very enthralling. So I, I, I like it. I recommend it.
2: Ish needs it. yeah, it more things there. to do. Ish needs some kids in his life to, to annoy the crap out of him, take all that time and be like, nah, man, I ain't going to no snow <laughs> <dirt." laughs> I mean, that if, won't change
0: that. I was still, I still would mind, man. I mean, it's still, it is a, it is man, a I can't even, I can't thing. even make it through we an episode play, of gotta, Law and Order. I can't, if I try to watch an episode of Law and Order, or Cops, or Blue
2: Bloods, or any of other really crappy like law shows, I can't even make it through an hour.
0: How am I sit through like nah. three a three week trial, man? I ain't, I, no, yo, dude. if I was on a jury, I would be up in there representing because I'm gonna be the dude uh, causing the hunger with a do
2: rag on, sleeping <laughs> in the bag because
0: if I, <laughs> if I believe in what I'm saying, I'm gonna be like, look, we ain't going home today. I'm sorry. So you're going to call us the hung jury is what you're going to do. Yeah, man. If you got to you got to do what's right. And a lot of times it seemed like those people in the jury room always fold. It's so many times you hear the, the jurors come out and they say, yeah, everybody was pressuring me. They want to get back home to their families. They got tired of being locked up in the hotel and blah, blah, blah. And then they everybody just got a groupthink mentality. But you can't do that. You know, you got to stand up for what's right. Or what you believe in anyway.
1: I yep. concur. I concur.
2: Don't call me for jury duty. I'm good. I don't
1: want to go. See? Part of the problem right there. <laughs> right, right. Brown brothers and sisters
0: are just I'm, at a loss. I'm sorry, my brown there.
2: people. Do not look for me for help. <laughs> You're an
0: asshole. I remember, uh, I remember one dude that I uh, that we know-ish uh, that played uh, play fantasy with us all the time. Uh-huh. So he was he was like, yeah, if they call me on jury duty, the first thing I do, I tell them that uh, if it's a black person, I'm saying innocent. <laughs> right. Yep. He said, "No matter what I'm saying, innocent." And I'm like, "Dude, you can't be doing that either." <laughs>
1: yep. No. When so I'll
0: never get, he'll never get uh, put on.
1: Yep. When I was there, yeah, I saw, I saw people when they sit there and ask you questions or whatever they be like, oh, well, what do you think? I hate police. I hate police. I don't believe them, so I can't do this fairly. And they would be like, oh, go home. Stop
0: doing it. Oh, like, go home. Do, you, do y'all really think that the racists go in there and be like, I hate niggers? No, they don't. They be <laughs> exactly. real quiet about it. And they covertly go in there and get people
1: exactly. up. Exactly. Oh, no, I, th- I I love black gentlemen. I think black gentlemen are fine. I have 12 I have black, black Hey, friends. all I can say is, ish likes, ish
2: likes being on trial. Don't be a white person when you see it. Hey, I
1: got nothing against white folks, man. Nothing at going, all. going to jail. I am fair and balanced and not in the way that Fox News is. Right.
3: Judge you based on the facts.
1: Exactly. Uh,
2: but I'm never I'm coming to St. Louis and commit a crime. It's, it's going to be looking for me like, I'll volunteer for that trial, right? Now.
1: Yep, yep. That's what they need to have. Let me have a volunteer jury. Let me just go raise my hand or something or put my, my uh, name in a hat and you just pick it out.
2: <laughs> oh, okay so, let's segue on to the next one Ryan. yeah i think we
0: squeezed all we can out of that one so um, i think you
1: can even if you want to go to yours i don't even think we oh, need yeah to that's what one. i was gonna do because pre- we so long yeah, yeah just gonna skip all that right.
0: one so just as a, a into more entertaining topic and a way to close out the show i was thinking to myself um uh, We have a lot of traditions in our culture, being black, you know, being Puerto Rican, where, you know, a lot of times we can uh, really catch some smoke out here in the streets when you tell uh, other black and brown people that you don't like something that most every black and brown person likes. So (laughs) I was wondering, do y'all have anything that uh, most black people like or even dislike uh, or uh, Puerto Rican people? that uh that you don't like where you were you outside of uh, the majority.
1: Paul, hmm. uh, you wanna go? You wanna I'm go let you, I'm
0: gonna let you go first. This is the black
2: delegation I'm gonna let the black delegation go first. Cause I gotta think of I gotta think of a good one here.
0: Go ahead, Fino.
1: Yeah, it was it was difficult for me to think of anything too actually. Um but I think the biggest thing for me and this is more like Hip hop. This ain't just all black folks because all black folks don't listen to hip hop. But most people that are black that like hip hop feel like Illmatic is one of the dopest albums
0: that was ever made. What? Hold
1: on. (laughs) What? And I (laughs) am and always have been of the personal belief that Illmatic is trash. (laughs) I just don't like it. I don't get it. And I've tried to go back over the years. Like, I recognize that it has to be a great album because so many other people say it's a great album. So I give it that. I say, okay, it's great. It's just not great to me. And I've gone back over the years Man, and I've tried to to it. Let, let me get on jury
2: right now. I'm coming in coming time in after cheese. time
1: <laughs> and say, Okay, let me let me try now. I haven't listened to it five, ten years. Let me go back now and listen to it. And every time I listen to it, I'm like,
3: yeah.
1: Like, I I, I honestly feel like, and I'm not saying this just to be crazy or say something salacious, I feel like stillmatic – was like 10 times better Stilmatic than Illmatic. Stillmatic is hey, the only Nas nice album that I really like.
0: Quiet as it kept, I agree with you. <laughs> man, I'm about to hang I'm, I'm hanging up right now. I'm hanging up I right now. I never liked now. Illmatic. I never liked it, and I really didn't understand why people liked it so much. It was a few good cuts on there, but other than that, I was like, you know, it's alright. Y'all are... I, uh. <laughs> but Stillmatic is my favorite NOS Y'all like, disgust yeah. me.
2: Y'all disgust me. That's all I can say.
1: <laughs> hey. Hey, you, you asked for the truth. That's my truth. So what about you, Ryan? Paul's still thinking. I'm
2: still thinking. I'm, I'm devastated by that news. Who, who
1: came <laughs> up with that? Uh, with the topic idea. So clearly you got something in mind.
0: Man. I've been going back and forth because y'all know I, I think outside the box quite a bit. But I'm going to go with this one. one thing that I don't like. And really all people like this is not just black or brown people I don't like barbecue I don't Oh my gosh I don't know what the big deal is Y'all both kicked out of black y'all y'all keep y'all self yeah. like bar- I don't like barbecue sauce I don't like barbecue meat like what's I, the point it don't really taste good I forgot about this Yeah man you don't and it's hard to explain you when you go for, when you go to the barbecue and people be like oh I'll get a plate and I be like no nah, I'm cool like I don't want nothing, you know, and they just keep trying to show the food on your plate, and you're like, "No, nah, I don't want none." Then you got to try to be the person to put the put it in the trash can and put the top, put the uh you know, flip it upside down, so don't nobody see that you ain't eating. <laughs> you don't like nothing,
2: like you don't like the potato salad, you don't like the the hot dog, no, man, the grilled no. hot dog, the drunk dog, nothing.
0: I, I get some hot dogs. I like I like the hot dogs on the grill, but um, yeah, man, I just never like barbecue not nobody's barbecue and i've tried all kinds because i keep thinking maybe something wrong with me and i need to keep trying this until i get it but no i just don't like it
1: have you been to pappy's though and it's not a black establishment but have you been to pappy's
0: i don't know man it doesn't matter where you go it's not good you gotta try Oh, that's what everybody i'll pay for it
1: if you don't like it then <laughs> that's what we'll everybody's
0: saying
2: we'll
1: just say everybody all right he don't it. like barbecue. this
2: is what i'll say about barbecue it's cheap man it's super cheap you go to a good barbecue restaurant it can be good food it's not expensive so it's a nice like you know you go into a, a city like like i've been to kansas city so i've eaten at uh, i forget what it's called like gates or one of those places like that and kansas city is like the famous place it looks like it looks like a, basically like a glorified truck stop or something like that but it's just famous mm-hmm. barbecue and so you go in there, and you you know it's like, but it's like eight dollars, and you having a meal, and it's like you know supposedly world famous or something like that. So I mean, I like that that you go to a city and you spend ten dollars, and you go into some like place that everybody talks about in the in a city or St. Louis. You know, I'm sure that St. Louis got like like you were talking about ish, like you know they got three four places like that that hey, this is the place to go check out barbecue. And it, it doesn't cost you arm and leg. It's not like going to some fancy restaurant, but it, and you get a little little taste of what the city's like. So I, I like that it's cheap and it's it's good food for the most part. I don't like that it's messy. I went, but. I
0: went to some place downtown, Smoky something. What's the name of that place?
2: Yeah,
1: Smokey O's. Uh,
0: I can't remember, but uh, yeah. But everybody was talking about, oh, this this is one of the best places. And I sat there and I was like, you know what? This is just some more charred meat. I
3: don't
1: want this. <laughs> it's
0: just charred meat, man. I don't, I don't get it.
1: But the sad part about that is that that means that you won't barbecue, and that's nope. like one of the blackest things that you could do is just sit it out is. and barbecue during
0: the holidays. So I you miss a lot of times of just so. uh, congregating with black folks because right. I'm not having a barbecue sad. because that's I don't a want sad it. Day, man. And when it's when it's like Fourth of July, I be hating going over people's houses because everybody barbecuing and I don't want it.
1: <laughs> you be like, I'll have a salad, please. I have some of this that Yeah, Caesar, that'd be the one day I'm Caesar eating Caesar salad. salad.
0: <laughs> I'll be, I'll be healthy as a mug on a holiday.
1: Some pineapples.
0: Yeah, I will get some pineapple upside down cake, though. Somebody got some, but I'll just be eating desserts. So you got, you got one yet? Probably? Yeah, I got one yet. But first uh, of all, I want I, I got, to, I got to rebut, I got, to, I got to rebut some of
2: this, uh, this, this matic hate man. That's the greatest CD of all time. To me, it still is the greatest. Stop. It's the quintessential hip hop album. There will never be another like it. It's 10, 10 songs. It's like 30, 35, 40 minutes. Every song is great. Is it like party songs? No, that's not what he he was vibing with. The dude was like seventeen years old. It's some of the greatest. Uh, it's, uh, lyrics ever. The beats are, are very are subdued. I will give I will grant you that they're not hype trash. <coughs> like, oh, they they subdued all right. You can
0: go to sleep on the <laughs> but in that time, <laughs>
2: but, hey. But I still listen to the album at least. Probably once every two months, man. I listen to the whole. I can listen to every single song all the way through. It's like it's. It, there, there's not many CDs in my life that I will listen to, and like even to this day, I'll. I'll I won't hit, hit fast forward on too many of them. That one I can listen forever, and the, that, till the day I die, I'll stand by that song, that that album. So that, that's that's it of that. And mm. y'all are out of the black delegation for even saying that. Now let me go I'm, on to I'm me. Not... Let me go on to me and what I want out of the, the brown delegation. A. First thing I want out here open-toed sandals or as we call them chancletas. gone <laughs> I, I hate okay. oh, look, we talked about this other week ago when I was at the beach and how you know shoes I cannot stand uh, footwear I don't like not wearing socks at this point in my life and I'm definitely not wearing open-toed sandals now Ish I know you are a, a, a well-known open-toed sandal wearer. and I many am not. many people Fresh in the girl linen and many people in the Brown <laughs> delegation have that same outfit the crush linen uh, gear <laughs> <laughs> and the open-toed sandals i'm saying get up out of here. open-toed sand i do not see, need to see any men with open-toed sandals so i'm saying get that up out of here number two number I two agree. the song despacito i hate that damn song it's the worst song ever despacito. it it filled up my entire 2017 summer because it was little on every radio station i don't have uh I don't have XM radio, so I couldn't avoid it. You should have queued that up on your phone so we can hear it. Right.
0: Despacito, Ryan, you know, you know what I'm talking about. This you just need terrible.
1: to make that the intro and exit song for this episode. <laughs> it's got to be that Despacito. Hey, if
0: it's cool, if it's cool, I will. But if it's trash,
2: Despacito then. is trash. And then, uh, then three, I won't, I won't I'm not gonna throw this all the way out. But and this is the, the overall brown. He's not Puerto Rican, uh, but uh, Pitbull. Pitbull. <laughs> Pitbull's got like three good songs early on. But when he first kind of flipped over, because I remember back when in the day looking at Source Magazine when that dude was like wearing like the ghetto, you know, the, the huge baggy like like jerseys and all this stuff like that and looked real rough. And he had some like real underground songs. And then he all of a sudden he flipped and he started wearing the suits and he had that one good song. And then maybe like two more good songs after that. But man, ever since then, like that dude's on like everywhere. That dude's like on New Year's Eve. I don't even know how he keeps making money. That dude's always wearing that same suit. And doing performing everywhere else, and I'm just I'm tired of it, man. So, so Pitbull, you can go too, man.
0: Super rich, super rich. Oh, uh, since Paul did like multiples, <laughs> There's
2: I thirty ones. of them.
0: hey that's all right. No, no, I like it. I like. I'm it. just airing uh, my grievances, man. Y'all, y- I'm finna do this one, man. I, I might, ah, uh, oh, man, I might get lynched in the streets. But, uh, Tupac is not that great of a rapper. <laughs> just put it out there. I don't think Tupac is that great of a rapper. He has a million songs. Uh, he has some good songs He's got some deep songs I really love the I like the, the Dear Mama album But even in high school Like when everybody was bumping All eyes on me I didn't think it was that great I was just like You know It's cool It's cool He is not the greatest rapper Of all time Like we just keep saying That all his songs He pretty much say the same thing Over and over And over again Hennessy Now you've gone
1: too far You've He gone gotta say Hennessy
0: Yeah he gotta say it all man He gotta say the same things Over and over Hennessy Say something new yeah, he's seeing the enemies <laughs> over and over and over again. Now yeah, you've just you've gone
1: way <laughs> too far. I don't know if we. I think I think this is when Destiny's Child splits off and you got <laughs> Beyonce so and you got Kelly Rowland and you got the three other people that tried to go. Get your own
0: podcast, Kelly. Get your own podcast, that, Kelly. I think,
1: I think that's what has to happen. That's just. <laughs> It's just ridiculous, man. I think it ends here. It's
2: ish going to be at a barbecue next this weekend with open toed sandals, eating barbecue and listening to Tupac. Yep. Yep.
1: That's what that's what my that's what my new podcast is going to be called: <laughs> barbecue and Tupac. Uh, and you're not going to be invited on, Ryan.
2: Have you have you ever been to a barbecue where the food was just like like I ain't touching this? <laughs> I'm scared to touch this food. I'm just out here hanging out for a little bit, but I'm not eating this food. Have y'all ever been? <laughs> like, not usually, because no, I, I think as a
0: as a community, Black people really police the food well. Uh, they know who all bringing what usually. So if anybody suggests that they're gonna bring something that everybody know is nasty, somebody will be like, "Oh no, I'll take care of that." So <laughs> so I think we do a good job on that. So in general, I think the food is always uh. Good. I no, i've I've been to a couple,
2: I've been to one barbecue with a uh, a relative of uh, my wife's, and man, like like he offered me like some like some meat, like some chicken, and I was like, nah, I don't think so. And I remember like next day, like 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 uh, my little nephew or something I got sick or something, like that, and I was like, I'm glad I didn't <laughs> that mess. <man." laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, my, my wife and I were like, nah, we ate earlier.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually, to be honest, during what was this Memorial Day that just passed i did a little grilling man i think it was subpar because i had to work i had to go and do an interview for work so i was trying to hurry up and rush and i didn't really have time to do it so it wasn't like nasty it was still barbecue if you like barbecue it's gonna be at a certain level but it wasn't my best work and i was a little disappointed in my q skills because I, I like to think my q game is solid but that day it just tastes like generic barbecue oh, it's I... like something you go to the grocery store you mean
2: like all barbecue <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, and I will say if I if I go to your barbecue and I see one fly on the meat, I'm I'm done. I'm not eating. I'm, I don't care if it, it wasn't my meat. Now if I see any any fly like around the grill and you ain't really ma- monitoring that situation, like I got to go because I've been to a few barbecues where man it'd be like. Like a whole army of, of flies yeah. around, and like man, you got it, nah, you, man. I, everybody
0: leaving leaving the food open like white people in the office. Yeah, place. Yeah, man, nah, man. You'd be like, hey, man, why don't you cover that food up, man? man? Nah, you,
2: you, I, need, I, need you to have the little the little tiki torches with the little uh, you know, the little citronella going. I, I, I need something going. You, need you, you, you need to maintain that. If there's a bunch of flies, if I see a bunch of flies, I'm and I gotta I, I got eye like a hawk on that stuff. Like, nah, man, I ain't messing with you. Can't do it.
0: <laughs> got to go. All right. Yeah. Alright, so I think that's going to be it for this week, fellas. We got in some random conversation, which is good. Maybe we will, uh, maybe start dropping some topics out. Maybe we'll do two topics and then try to have some conversation just organically uh, in the future. So, uh, Ishmael, where can they find us?
1: You can find the Black Delegates online. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Black Delegates. There's an underscore between Black and Delegates. We are also on Facebook at Black Delegates Pod. If you want to follow Ryan on Twitter, you can follow him at TheBlackRyan. If you want to follow me, I am at Ish Creates. That is I-S-H Creates. Ryan, if people are trying to find out where they can listen to the podcast, where can they go?
0: Hopefully one day they can find us on Spotify, but they still ain't hit me back. So I told y'all shut them process. down. You ain't
1: want to do it, man. You ain't
0: no, do no, it. we're not going to treat them like that. We're going to be upstanding citizens and show them that we belong uh but you can find us on podbean you can find us on apple Podcasts. you can find us on google play you can find us anywhere podcasts are sold uh we gotta find a way to put paul in on this paul what can they do if they like our show in order to share or rate us
2: Uh, rate us on itunes give us those five stars likes the episodes Tell give us feedback. That's what we want to hear. Let us know that you're you're listening yes. and you're in, you're enjoying it, and maybe even give us suggestions of what you want us to do. We'll, we're open to anything, as long as it isn't involved barbecue, Tupac, or f- open toe sandals.
0: Or ilmatic. No, we're, we're <laughs> Definitely Illmatic. not ilmatic. Two out of three podcasters agree. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna fight for Pac, but yeah, ilmatic gotta go. I will. Well,
0: I, I'm gonna stand with Nas above Tupac. Though. All right, another episode in the can. And
1: Guess you can.
0: Um, don't have nothing witty. <laughs> I was like, "Why are See you y'all next going week? on?" <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta end the show.
1: You gotta end it, right. Appreciate y'all for listening. See you next week. That spicito
2: sucks. <laughs>